Welcome to the Staying Golden podcast, where we'll be catching up with Laurier alumni to give the Laurier community a glimpse of what the future may hold after graduation. We would like to acknowledge that Wilfrid Laurier University and its campuses are located on the Haldimand Tract, traditional territory of the neutral Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Golden podcast. I'm here with Rachel Runge, Laurier Brantford class of 2009. Um, so I'd like to say thanks to you, Rachel, for coming on for the very first episode of the Staying Golden podcast. Um, so first of all, how have you been? I've been good. And I really just want to say thank you for having me. It's um, a pleasure to kind of go back and relive my Laurier's this way. Yeah, we've really been looking forward to getting in touch with a lot of different um, former Laurier students and just seeing how they're faring in the real world beyond university. So I see that you studied criminology at Laurier before you moved on to study law at the University of Ottawa. So can you briefly tell me what your experience was like when you studied at Laurier Brantford? So I studied at Laurier Brantford from 2006 until 2009. I did uh, three of my four years of um, my Bachelor of Arts at Laurier Brantford. Um, so I came to Laurier Brantford in my second year of uh, undergraduate studies. So I uh, was, I guess you could say, um, somewhat familiar with the university experience at that time, but I was still really uh, learning at that time. And uh, my time at uh, Wilfred Laurier Brantford, I would have to say are some of my most uh, fond memories because of the people I met on that campus, because of the program that I studied in, uh, the professors that I studied with, who I consider some of the brightest minds that I had the uh, pleasure of learning from. Um, so in terms of the program itself, I found it absolutely fascinating. I found that the professors um, were always kind of on top of recent developments. And I don't think that there was a single course at the end of it where I looked back and thought, wow, I wish I hadn't taken that. Um, well, I think that's really, really good that you've had a, gr that you had a great experience at Laurier Brantford. Um, I'm sure I can definitely attest that my experience at Laurier has been pretty great so far. And I think, like you said, the most important thing um, just beyond the education is the community. And I think that it's a very, very close, tight-knit community at Laurier, given it's a very small school, especially the Brantford campus. Um, so throughout your university career, um, especially at Laurier, where was your ideal space that you found was, you know, the most effective for you to study or work on assignments or papers? That's a really great question because I spent a lot of time on campus. I didn't... Um, live in Brantford. I didn't live on campus. Um, I lived the next city over in Ancaster. So by the very nature of studying and then living off campus, um, I had to find different places to um, spend my spare time throughout the day. Uh, at the time, Laurier Brantford was actually a relatively new campus. So um, to any current students listening, uh, you'd have to imagine a completely different um, set up downtown and really um, the development was in its infancy. I spent a lot of time at the Laurier Public Brantford, sorry, the 
Brantford Public Library studying, they had a great setup in the basement. It was often full of students doing very much the same as me, uh, filling time between classes. Uh, that's where I spent most of my time if I needed to get focused studying in. Uh, in terms of group work, the university was certainly well set up for that as well. Uh, I spent a lot of time hanging out in the basement at Grand River Hall in between classes. Um, I also spent a lot of time at the Student Center uh, that I believe was recently built at the time. And uh, to the students that are currently on campus, uh, I understand that there's a beautiful new YMCA there at the t at there now. Um, but at the time, there was just a small little hole in the wall uh, in terms of a fitness facility. So I often found time with a friend to hit the elliptical between classes too. So it was small, but it certainly had everything that I needed to get through the day. Now, I know that you mentioned before um, in our conversations that there actually weren't many places to eat on campus, but um, outside of campus, where was your favorite place to get food when you attended Laurier? I really wish that I could remember the name of it because I still remember the salad that you could get at this place and it wasn't far away from the Odeon and my grandmother who I was living with at the time would often try to pack me lunches because that's what grandmothers do um, but I you know admittedly the salad place had the best salad so I probably spent as much place or sorry as much money at that place as I did on tuition um, so there was the, the salad place uh, and there had also been a Williams Cafe that opened up in the mall downtown, uh, probably in my second or third year at Laurier. So we were often able to get a coffee there. But other than that, based on my recollection, I don't think that there was any university-based uh, food facilities when I was there back in 2006 to 2009. I think it's really interesting that you mentioned the, um, the Williams opening up on campus. Um, so you've Basically, you got to see some of the development of the Laurier community in Brantford, um, you know, things changing along the way that maybe some students don't get to get at, you know, very big universities. You know, you kind of got to see the development of the community beyond just the school. You got to see, you know, different restaurants sprouting up and kind of, you know, the building of a very small community. Absolutely. And one of the most... Um... One of the memories that sticks out in my mind the most is my older sister who had been to Laurier. She had started a couple of years ahead of me. So she'd really seen the university in its infancy. Um, and in the way that big sisters do, she took me for a tour of the campus. And at the time it was about four city blocks. And she took me down one street that was basically a abandoned street. Many of the shops were boarded up and it was almost eerie. And that was my first year on campus. And then fast forward to when I finished, there were starting to, we were starting to see shops pop up. We were starting to see the university populate other buildings. We were starting to see, you know, more students around. So it was almost as though the university ha was revitalizing the downtown core of Brantford. And it was really exciting to be part of that and to see it on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm really... That's really very, very intriguing. I think that, you know, a lot of students um, at a small campus like Laurier, we get to see that kind of thing. We get to notice the development of the community. I know that um, in my time at Laurier, I've seen a lot of construction going on in the different buildings. 
um, despite being, you know, I'm at Waterloo, but I've seen a lot of changes to the school just in my, you know, my four years here so far. So I can definitely relate to that to a certain extent. Um, so moving on to, um, you know, your education beyond Laurier. So what made you want to attend law school? Was this the plan all along or did you kind of just like stumble upon it throughout your undergraduate degree? I wish I knew the definitive answer to that question because it's something that I'm asked almost on a weekly basis. Um, I have a recollection of when I was in high school, switching from the goal of having a science-based career, probably in about grade 11, I decided, you know what, I don't enjoy sitting doing math and science all day. Um, what can I do otherwise? And I took a Canadian law course when I was in my final year of studies at high school, and it it interested me. And law school at that point, I think was probably on the radar, but it was maybe further out than what I kind of envisioned. So I had done some poking around to see, okay, if I wanted to go to law school, what was involved? And I had to have at least three years of undergraduate and what kind of undergraduate degree do I have to, or what kind of undergraduate studies do I have to have to go to law school? And there is no given stream. So it's pick something that's interesting to you. And, um, Certainly, uh, criminology seemed interesting to me. Um, and I thought, you know, it would be a good foundation if I eventually wanted to stay in the legal career. Um, so that's kind of how I saw things unfolding. I thought, I'm going to do something that's interesting. I'm going to build on my academic skill set. And I'm going to see where it takes me. Um, so I ended up, I applied for my first year. I went to the University of Guelph and I did criminal justice and public policy. I decided that that was a little more political science than I wanted. And I continued to follow my um, commitment to myself that I was going to study something that I was interested in. Um, I'm a strong believer of if you do what you love, it doesn't feel like work. Um, my sister was studying criminology I knew that she was enjoying it and uh, I made the switch. Okay. So I know that you mentioned to me before that you actually don't practice criminal law currently and you didn't even study it in university. So <laughs> what did you end up studying in law school and what do you currently practice? You're right. So I have... I don't think I've picked up the criminal code since I studied for the bar exam back in 2012. Um, I did have to take a mandatory criminal uh, law class when I was at law school, but that was the end of it for me. Uh, criminology was a very fascinating program, but it's not because it's about criminal law. It's about more than that. It's about sociology. It's about people. It's about um, theories of crime. Um, so when I got to law school, um, again, following my commitment to myself, I thought I'm going to do what's interesting. And when you do your first year of study, um, at least at the University of Ottawa, your schedule is largely set for you. You have a little bit of wiggle room with respect to maybe a couple electives. But for your first year of studies, you're largely told what you're going to take. And it was a wide offering of programs. And so in my first year, um, I went into it eyes wide open, not wanting to shut any options down. And I fell in love with uh, torts and torts is the um, torts and negligence. 
uh, it's the law of um, actionable wrongs between individuals. And I thought this is kind of interesting. Um, and it's also interesting too, that that kind of law can lead to advocacy on your feet. And maybe I want to be in the courtroom advocating for clients as opposed to drafting all day, every day. So I thought this is something that I can explore. I did take my criminal law class. I didn't find it as interesting. It was interesting, but not as interesting. It wasn't grabbing my attention the same way as more um, civil areas of law were. So after my first year, I didn't do anything more with respect to my crimin criminology or sorry, pursuing criminal law. Um, but certainly the skills and some of the um, courses that I had taken in pursuit of my criminology degree were transferable um, to my ongoing studies at Ottawa. Okay. Um, so like you said, you know, you've, you've been able to transfer some of the skills that you um, picked up in your criminology education. Um, is there anything else like your experience from undergraduate studies at Laurier? Um, how has that helped you in your career path? Uh, beyond just that? One of the things that um, Laurier Brantford um, sticks out in my memory for is the community nature, not only amongst students, but amongst the faculty. And the faculty really got to know their students. And for the students that um, wanted assistance or wanted further guidance, they were there. And it was at Laurier Brantford that um, I started to build that network and really come to value the input that those who have gone before us can offer. Um, so going to Ottawa, the University of Ottawa, obviously it's a much bigger university. It's a much bigger city, but the faculty of law itself is very similar in terms of um, it's a small community. We were in one building. We had one faculty assigned to us. And I think it was developing relationships with um, my developing mentor relationships and seeking out mentor relationships that really um, served me well. Um, certainly, I think it helps when you are, whether it's a problem that you come up in your studies, or if you're looking for career advice or guidance, it's developing those relationships that help you in the long term. So that would, that would be one skill. The other skill that I would say just in general, um, my undergraduate studies, of course, um, really um, ingrained in me the uh, study habits that I needed to get through at uh, law school, research, writing, analytical thinking. These are all hard skills that it doesn't matter what subject matter you're studying. They're transferable to the next program that you're studying. So that was certainly something that was helpful. The, uh, sorry, the professors at Laurier always had an open door policy with respect to reviewing work with you to give you pointers on better research next time, um, better writing next time, better study skills if you didn't do well in an exam. So certainly um, there was mentorship and support there for building those uh, skills that I was able to carry forward, not only to Ottawa, but now as a lawyer practicing law. 
Okay. So like you said, you know, you get a lot of, um, there's a lot of wiggle room you'd say between, you know, like the, what you study in school and the field of the, um, field you get into in terms of a career path and whatnot. Would you say that there's wiggle room? I would say absolutely. Yes, there is. Um, and I, I say that as somebody who went into my studies feeling I have to make a decision now as to what I'm going to do. I mean, balanced with the commitment to myself that I was going to do something and study something that I enjoyed. But I always felt a pressure that I had to know what I was going to do um, because you're spending all of this money. Why are you spending all this money? It's to get a job. What job am I going to get into? But when I let go of that sense of fear um, and just let my and just studied and you know at the end of my criminology degree, I don't know what I want to do. The next logical thing for me was I could take some time off or I can try and get into law school. So I applied to law school and I got in. Um, but in terms of the wiggle room, um, I took a path that I, I'm a civil litigator in an international law firm. And I can tell you that the path that I took is completely different than the person sitting next door to me from the person sitting two doors down from me. So we've taken completely different paths. We've ended up in a similar spot. That said, people that took the exact same path as me and some of my Laurier alumni actually ended up at Ottawa with me then went on to article and then went on to practice law, but they're studying a completely or practicing a completely different area of law than I am. Um, some of my friends that I went to Ottawa with aren't even practicing as lawyers. They're working in finance. They're working for the government. Um, so it's just very eye-opening to get to this point in my career and look back on the colleagues that I went to school with and see how exciting it is that we all ended up kind of in different spots. So um, I, I really like that you mentioned that you have, you know, a lot of different um, students that you went to school with that are now practicing things outside of law. Um, I think that's really reassuring for people who are maybe not sure if they chose the correct field of study or if they're not sure about, you know, what the future holds for them after school. Um, would you say that I, you mentioned um, the possibility of taking a year off? Would you say that that I know that you didn't take a year off specifically, but um, would you advise that that's, you know, sometimes a valuable, um, important decision to make? Sometimes that taking a year off isn't really anything to be ashamed of. And sometimes gathering yourself, trying to find, you know, what path you want to take. It's, you know, would you say that's a good decision to make? Would you advise, advise towards doing that? So certainly I don't think that it's a decision to be ashamed or embarrassed by. Um, I mean, obviously I can't uh, speak to. Um, having taken a year off myself, I did go straight through from under, sorry, I went straight through from high school to undergraduate to um, the University of Ottawa. And then from the University of Ottawa, I articled and then I got my job. I will say this much though, <laughs> looking back, I don't think that a year off would have hurt me um, in the least. And I think that um, if you take a year off, whether it's to think about what you want to do, uh, whether it's to um, build on your life experience, be it planting trees somewhere, be it traveling the world. Um, certainly, I think that those are very worthwhile ways of spending a single year or two out of um, 
your studies uh, with the shortened period of time that we have in high schools now, only four years, um, we're young when we finish our high school. We're young when we finish our undergraduate. And I still think that I was pretty young when I finished law school. And I see the difference between um, only having four years at high school and having five years um, in high school um, because I was part of the cohort that immediately before me they had five years. So certainly I think that if taking a year off is on your radar, it's certainly, or sorry, it's definitely something worth exploring and turning your mind to what am I going to do with that year? Um, Maybe it's saving up for university and you're going to work a couple of different jobs. Uh, Maybe it's traveling. Maybe it's doing um, just a couple of extra courses. Maybe it's auditing classes at universities to maybe consider what you're interested in. But I would probably encourage anybody who is thinking about it to do it. I think that's very, definitely very reassuring, especially myself. I'm not exactly sure if I want to pursue um, education beyond undergrad. So I'm certain that there are a lot of other students who are in a similar predicament. And I think it's definitely reassuring to know that it's like you said, we're still very young. And I think um, personally, life feels like it's really being thrown at me really fast. And I think that helps really put things into perspective and recognizing that, you know, when I, when I finish university, I'll only be 21. I'm not even close to being 30. I'm not old at all. I'm still very much a kid. Well, let's be clear here. 30 is not old either. No, it's not. But I think, I think 30 is where by 30, I think you're grown up. That's where you're. Wait until until you're 30. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's very, very fair. I'm still about 10 years away from that. Um, I guess just to kind of wrap it up, I would say, um, what would you, what kind of advice would you give to students who, um, aren't exactly sure what the future holds? Get excited. Um, be excited that you don't know what the future holds. Look forward to, um, what might be out there. Um, I can tell you that along my, uh, path through education, And then in high school, uh, undergraduate, law school, and then searching for a job as an articling student and as a lawyer, there have been many times that I sit there myself and worry, well, what if I don't get into this program? What if I don't get a job? What if I lose my job? And looking back now, um, it's always worked out. And it's always worked out because... I've been um, mindful in the decisions that I make it. For example, it was not easy for me to uh, leave all of my friends at the university of Guelph, but I thought this isn't right for me. This big university is not right for me. I want to go somewhere smaller. Um, That's an example. Um, I was terrified that I wasn't going to get into law school. Uh, terrified to the point that I recall speaking with one of my professors at Laurier and uh, I'd gotten my LSAT score back and I certainly wasn't happy with it. And uh, it was too late to take it again before I applied. And I looked at him and I said, well, what do I do now? And he looked at me and he says, will you apply? If you don't apply, you won't know. (laughs) But 
if you don't try, you won't know. So I know that it sounds really cliche, but it's one of those cliches that are actually right. Um, Don't be afraid of exploring avenues. Don't be afraid of having doors shut on you. Um, You will be told no, you will not get into um, programs. You will not get the job that you wanted, Um, but you will find your way and you will find the job that's right for you. I think that's a very, very inspiring way to look at it. I think it's definitely what a lot of students look for is that reassurance um, that, you know, some things aren't going to work out, but then other things will. And just trying to be as optimistic as possible while also being honest with yourself and trying to reflect on where you can improve and where you can try and just um, give yourself credit. A little, I think a lot of us might not give ourselves enough credit in terms of what we've done for ourselves so far, the things that we have achieved. I think we tend to compare ourselves to some um, romanticized version of what our career paths should look like rather than what's more realistic. So thank you for giving us that kind of, you know, that little bit of career advice. Um, So I would like to obviously say thank you for coming on for this podcast. Um, Sadly, we have to kind of wrap it up here, but definitely appreciate you coming on here and sharing your expertise and just giving us kind of some sort of perspective on what, you know, what education at Laurier can do for you in the long run, uh, beyond just the undergraduate degree, but the experience with the community, the professors and people that you meet in your um, time at Laurier, and especially just the perspective it's given you in terms of um, where it led you down in terms of your uh, post-grad plans and then your um, very successful career so far. So thank you very much for sharing that with us. Thank you. It was great to chat with you again, Riley.